1: Hello,
0: hello. Hey, I don't know if you heard, but my podcast, Checking It, has been nominated for the NAACP Image Award in the category of Outstanding Lifestyle and Self-Help Podcast. I'm grateful for the nomination. I I almost didn't even do a podcast because I was just wondering, there are thousands of podcasts out there and why is my voice needed? But a nomination from the NAACP lets me know that um, I made the right choice. And I encourage you to do. Don't worry if there are thousands of something out that you want to do. No, nobody has your sauce. So listen, you can still vote. Go to vote.naacpimageawards.net. You have until February 5th, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And please listen to my podcast. We're a part of the Black Effect Podcast Network on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for checking in. Tinder is ready for hot vac summer and its new update wants your hot takes. There's a new fellowship for Muslim filmmakers. And frankly, it's about time. And Lauren Strapagale joins us to talk about all the MLM content you're seeing on TikTok, even though they're supposed to be banned.
1: It's June 23rd, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham and I'm Sheila Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Sheila, do you like Subway? It's I it's okay. I'm I'm weird about my sandwiches, but but what about Subway? Okay, that that checks
0: out. No, I just you know, I'm not the biggest Subway person, but I have some friends, some of our coworkers who like love Subway and specifically they love Subway's tuna sandwich. And now I'm trolling them because there's a new study that the New York Times uh, talked about where there is no trace of tuna in the tuna sandwich. Then what is it? They do not know.
1: No, (laughs) no. Isn't that like... I don't know, misleading. Like, isn't that against the law? Can you just like <laughs> like say something is tuna and it's not tuna? Oh my gosh, what are they eating? And, and this is also this is coming after I think I think
0: Ireland reported that there's too much sugar in Subway's bread to be counted as bread. So right now they're serving non-tuna on non-bread. That is
1: mm, no, I, I feel good about my decision to be picky with my sandwiches now. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then
0: Demi Lovato commented on the study and was like. What a, what about the turkey
1: sandwiches? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like now everything is no, no, no. Um, I don't. I don't like that. So we're just gonna move on from that, um, and we're gonna talk about something else. I also kind of don't really love, but dating apps. <laughs> to get everyone ready for hot vac summer, Tinder has launched new features designed to make the app more multimedia and experiential. With hot takes, users will get to have a conversation with other potential matches before they, you know, officially match with one another. Then they've got thirty seconds to chat and decide whether they want to officially match. You can find these hot takes on a new explore section which now gives users the chance to connect with a more curated selection of potential matches. And taking a cue from TikTok's increasing popularity, users can now also upload 15-second videos to their profiles. Its CEO, Jim Lanzone, says the goal is to, quote, be much more of a platform than a one-dimensional app, and we can do a lot more for our members to help them be successful. You know, as in unwilling member of dating apps.
0: Uh, uh, there we go. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I do think it's cool. I do like the video aspect, um, the hot takes. I have to tell you the first thing I thought about, it, I was like, okay, if I imagine Shaila on a dating app and oh, no. basically you have 30 seconds to answer a hot takes question, you know, like, like, Do you like dipping your pizza in ranch or something like that? What if someone was like, I love celery and lima beans? You immediately, you immediately would write them off. But what if it's the love of your life and you wrote them off because of some ridiculous 30
1: second moment like that? Okay, but here's the thing. If they like celery and lima beans, they can't be the love of my life because we are not having any of that near me. Okay, Um, but what if on
0: your plate? somehow celery and lima beans get on your plate and then he eats it for you. Okay, so I like See, that. This comes down this comes down to where I'm really stuck on my favorite flavors of Starburst are red and pink. And I don't trust people like you who, who love like orange, orange and yellow. yellow but <laughs> but if we get a pack of them, we perfectly split them. What I'm saying
1: is we might be soulmates. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. But we'll, we'll we'll see what happens on these apps. I don't know if I'm going to be able to try it. So I'm going to let you do it. Casey. <laughs> OK, Th- thanks, Shyla. <laughs> OK, so
0: moving on, while we've made some limited progress, Muslim representation has been overwhelmingly lacking in films and on TV, but hopefully that's about to change. This past month, in coordination with the Pillars Fund and Left-Handed Films, Riz Ahmed and other Muslim actors, writers, and directors have launched the Pillars Artist Fellowship, which is aimed toward helping Muslim artists in the U.S. and U.K. tell their stories. Ahmed explained more in a recent Twitter post. The problem with Muslim misrepresentation is one that can't be ignored anymore. And it's one that I can't fix alone and the handful of prominent Muslims in the business can't fix without your help. The Pillars Fund study found that the majority of Muslim characters in TV and films were, quote, immigrant, migrants, or refugees and were overall often associated with being foreign. Ahmed noted that, quote, the representation of Muslims on screen feeds the policies that get enacted, the people that get killed, the countries that get invaded. Through this new initiative, fellows will receive $25,000 to fund their projects, attend workshops with industry professionals, and have a
1: chance to showcase their work to industry partners. Okay, so first I want to say this is just like a- about time, you know, like this is already very overdue. Um, secondly, I completely agree. Like I think that for a lot of people, who they see on TV reflects a lot of their views. Like if that makes sense, you know, like if you only see a stereotype and you then meet someone like this in the real world, you might assume that they are this stereotype. And I love that we're getting... Like real authentic stories that, like, people are not the stereotype, you know? And it's important that we're getting wider bigger, more important stories. I'm excited to see some of these projects. I liked what he was saying a lot about, of just saying like the
0: representation we see is then feeds into these policies because it actually reminds me of this other conversation uh, happening where in a lot of like films where Latin countries like Mexico are involved, you know that sepia tone? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it makes you feel like, drug lords like that's basically it and it's like
1: desert that's not like
0: and it's like okay come on that is such a stereotype of it's just beyond a stereotype so it's like yes we need people to be telling their own stories so we can see the actuality of their lives all right so moving on back in december tiktok officially banned multi-level marketing so you may have wondered why post promoting herbalife avon and plexus continue to flood your timeline researchers from media matters for america did too and they took matters into their own
1: hands buzzfeed's lauren strapagale wrote all about it and can confirm that yes tiktok is still full of mlm content even after the platform said that they were banned that's the title of her buzzfeed news piece and she's joining us now with all the details. hi lauren hi how are you guys good thank you so much for joining us So for folks who don't know, what exactly is an MLM? And why have they always had a sketchy reputation?
2: So MLMs is multi-level marketing. And the most familiar thing to you might be getting ready to like a Mary Kay party with your mom when you're a kid. So it's a kind of company structure where you sell a product and then you recruit people beneath you to sell that product as well. And then the money flows back up. So it's kind of like... You can't call it a pyramid scheme technically, but it looks like a pyramid. <laughs> I always I always think of that uh, episode of The Office where oh my gosh, yes.
0: Michael Scott has gotten himself into a pyramid scheme and he's like, but it's not a pyramid scheme. And then they draw it on the whiteboard and it's <gasps> a
1: literally a pyramid. Yep. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. So, you know, it seems like Social media has always been flooded with this type of content. I mean, clearly on Facebook. But how bad did things get on TikTok before the platform had to step up and officially ban them? And, you know, we should note they're the first social media platform to do this.
2: Yeah, that is very notable. So yeah, they have been in December. So part of that, it's really hard to quantify anything on TikTok, just the way that it works. It's difficult to search it. But we do know that modern MLM sellers, it's not so much doing parties at someone's house, it's really using social media. So they'll do things, they'll have a Twitter, they'll have an Instagram where they share products and sort of their lifestyle. They'll do live parties on Facebook. And it only seems natural that that would extend to TikTok with sharing their products So it's all about not just showcasing the product but as a seller you're expected to show like I use this product all the time and it's improved my life that's sort of how the sellers do it So this
1: Media Matters for America report confirms that despite any ban, posts from some of the most well-known MLMs just keep flooding in. What type of content are we still seeing the most of? Like, which companies are pretty much sidestepping the rules?
2: So what we've seen, there's definitely a lot of Avon accounts. Some of them seem to be verified, which is obviously interesting if they're supposed to be banned. But then there's a whole question of, like, what was the ban? Is it going to be of the company itself? Is it just sellers? Is it just if you're promoting something directly? But then we also see, for example, Herbalife sellers. So that's sort of like smoothie mixes. There's lots of accounts of people who are sellers of that, posting about the products. They've found sponsored content. So, like people who are paid to promote certain products. But it's unclear, you know, whether did it come from the company headquarters or just from a seller? hard to track down but clearly this content is still on the platform
0: can I just ask like a quick clarifying question because when I think of normal like MLMs on Facebook I feel like it's like you know someone from your high school who messages you on Facebook yeah on TikTok how does that function or do people then reach out to the person who posted to get involved is that how it works
2: Right. So like there's two components to being part of an emblem, right? One is selling the products. The big money maker is recruiting people to oh. also sell the products. And okay. that's why you get those messages like, Hey hun, have haven't seen you in 10 years. Hope <laughs> you're doing well. <laughs> Looks like you could use, t- lose 10 pounds, which I've seen screen caps of that. Very insulting, but social media really offers a new opportunity to recruit people and sell products to people you don't even know in real life. So TikTok offers an opportunity You know, you could get a video show up in your feed being like, look at this amazing, you know, essential oil, makeup, whatever. And then you go into their profile, you find a link, you can buy it directly from them online. You don't need to know somebody in real life anymore. And so social media makes that really easy.
0: So, you know, the report also found videos from people promoting health and wellness supplements like Plexus. That's a whole other level, pardon the pun, Mm -hmm. of concern. Talk to us a bit about why MLMs like these tend to be extra
2: controversial. Yeah, you should really be careful about the claims that MLMs make. So I've done a lot of research on these. They're not regulated. There is nothing that's been evaluated about these products. They can't claim it'll fix or cure anything in particular. So that's one of the rules they've been given by regulators. You can't say, you know, take this supplement and it will cure like your eczema because it's an actual medical condition. They can say something like clearer skin, softer skin, because those aren't actual medical claims. So they very tightly walk the line of what they can and cannot say. But yes, you should always know these products are not evaluated They're not proven to do anything. The company will, of course, say they have been in conduct their own studies that they've paid for. But you should be very skeptical.
1: Well, I will be. We've got more with BuzzFeed's Lauren Strapagale about all the MLM content you're still seeing all over TikTok right after the break.
0: From Cavalry Audio comes the new true-crime podcast, The Shadow Girls. I always wanted to know what it
1: felt like to kill somebody. (laughs) He started laughing. Prosecutors described him as a serial killer savant. Picking up these girls, getting them in a position of vulnerability, when he got a hold of their neck, that was it.
0: I'm Carolyn Osorio, a journalist and lifelong resident of the Pacific Northwest. I grew up near the banks of the Green River, and in the shadow of the killer that bears its name.
1: How many times did you bring the camera to one the One time. Just one time? One time. He started fantasizing about having sex with his mother. Then he fantasized about killing her.
0: But this podcast isn't only about tracking down the killer. It's about the victims.
2: We stayed in the woods. He always liked to go in the woods. He was just, to all of us, kind of strange you know how he feels about
0: prostitutes? Listen to The Shadow Girls on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome back. We're talking with Lauren Trapagale about the proliferation of MLM content on TikTok. You were able to speak directly to one of the researchers. What did she tell you about how TikTok has been handling the issue? Is there any reason to believe that they're at least trying to enforce this ban?
2: Yes, there is some reason to believe that. I mean, there is certainly less content than you will find on Instagram or Facebook, for example. But we also know, we all well know that TikTok has a lot of trouble moderating its own platform. So it's not surprising to me that things fall through the cracks. They have a lot of things to be worried about. And I still think it is notable that they're the first platform to, you know, take a stance on this. So, yes, it seems like they've done some work, but it's not perfect.
1: But what about the actual MLMs? Were you able to hear from any of these companies at all?
2: None of them got back to me with my request for information, which I'm not surprised about. They are also notoriously not interested in speaking to media because often the press coverage is not favorable. So I'm not surprised they didn't get back to me. And I also would assume that they would say, you know, we, we can't necessarily, we can give guidance to our sellers, but we can ultimately control what they do.
0: So, you know, while MLMs have existed for years, we are in a new world of constant self-promotion all throughout social media. It's hard to know where the line is anymore. Do you think this only makes issues like this all the more hard to tackle?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, who isn't an influencer these days, it seems. <laughs> That's so and, real. you know, an the ultimate goal of being an influencer, if you want to make money, is you need to sell something. And MLMs sort of provide so much for you. You know, they, they give you the products, they give you all the marketing lines, they actually give you a ton of social media guidance. I know we think of MLMs as this kind of old-fashioned thing, but they have really and truly adapted to the internet, and we should all be wary of what we're consuming.
1: So, gosh, that's like a little scary. Where do we <laughs> Where do we go from here? I mean, you noted how Media Matters did share this report with TikTok. Has TikTok addressed these findings at all? And if not, how does Media Matters see this playing out? I mean, is there hope for some kind of accountability or at least a way towards a solution?
2: Well, I reached out to TikTok for comment. Of course, they did not provide anything. I think the hope would be that TikTok sees us. Even if they don't respond publicly, they know internally there's some work to be done. But again, sort of like an MLM, TikTok uh, can be a little secretive. Mm.
0: (laughs) I know now I'm now I'm going to be on the lookout because I didn't notice any MLMs on my feed. And I'm like, oh, God, which
1: ones were MLMs? Right. Like, what are you missing?
2: (laughs) Honestly, you're still going to see so much more from your high school friends on Facebook.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Another reason to delete it. (laughs) Oh,
2: my gosh. Okay. well, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us
1: today. Thanks, guys. That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And everyone remember, Shyla is my soulmate based on the Starburst test. These are just facts. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review.
0: It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed. Coming to you daily. it's your attention we need everything you got fast waiting on reparations we'd be the illest podcast
1: tune in every thursday politics and wordplay we fight for the people because they got us in the worst way
0: from the hill to brazil bombay to kanye
1: from the left enclave to what the neocons say every thursday cop the heady conversation and, and break us off with some bread because we waiting, waiting on, on reparations. reparations listen to waiting on reparations on the iHeartRadio radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: Conquer your New Year's resolutions with the Before Breakfast podcast. In each bite-sized daily episode, you'll learn how to make the most of your time with practical tools to help you feel less busy and get more done. Listen to Before Breakfast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.